0: Hi, I'm Larry Gifford. I have Parkinson's disease. This is when life gives you Parkinson's. For the month of April, Parkinson's Awareness Month, we're releasing one episode each week. As co-founder of PD Avengers, I often get the question, what can I do to help? And frankly, my response is often, what can you do to help? The PD Avengers is about leveraging your talent, skills, abilities, and passion with an unprecedented urgency to end Parkinson's. The truth is there is a lot that each of us can do. PD Avengers is a global advocacy group that depends on local PD Avengers to identify wellness, advocacy, and research needs in their local areas. There's no way we could know what each community and country or continent needs. That's where you come in. As an example, I want to introduce you to Kabugo Hannington. He goes by Hannington. PD Avenger in Uganda, making a difference. Hannington is the driving force of a group called Parkinson Sibuko. Parkinson's S-I, next word B-U-K-O. We caught up recently and spent about 45 minutes on Zoom. Now I want you to prepare yourself to be blown away by his story, his poise, generosity, patience, and determination. Hello, Hannington. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm um, pretty well, thank you. You know, your, your, your morning is my evening, and my evening, I was free. I'm done with work. Like now it is 6.30 p.m., so it's always a wow. good time for me to talk. Yeah.
0: And where, where are you exactly right now?
1: I'm in Uganda, a place called Mukono in East African part of, of, of the world. It's, uh, it's, it's East Africa.
0: For people who've never been there, what's it like there?
1: Um the life is so good. People are very good. Um the climate is so good. Very very good. Um, what is, what is the climate like? It's uh, sometimes it's hot but uh um not so hot. Not so hot. It's never so. It's not so hot.
0: Okay. What like uh, do you know an average temperature?
1: Um yeah, at most would have um, um will have 25
0: okay that's not bad
1: yeah yeah 25 yeah Great. that is that is the highest where, where i stay in the central part of of uganda so it's oh. not so hot yeah right yeah so, the weather is always so good
0: so let's dive into this tell me about your mom
1: um first of all my name is huntington kabugo and i'm um, i'm the country director of parkinson's civil Core, uganda Parkinson's, Sibuko Uganda means Parkinson's is not witchcraft or a curse. That is why we got the name. So the, the Sibuko is, uh, is the Luganda word. Luganda is, the, is, uh, is a commonly used language in, the, in Uganda, but it's not the national language. The official language is English. Yeah, but the commonly used language is Luganda. So Sibuko... Is a Luganda word that means not witchcraft or a And
0: why did you um, choose that name?
1: Um, I chose that name because people in Uganda think Parkinson's is witchcraft or Parkinson's is a curse. Like a person who has Parkinson's is bewitched or someone who has Parkinson's has been cursed. So it's the reason we chose that name. That Parkinson's call. Have civil you experienced that? Yes, I have, and uh, and uh, this is my story of my mom. Um, sorry, sometimes I break I break down when I talk about it, but kindly uh, accept my apology for um, whenever whenever I break down when I talk about my mom's story because uh, it's it's always so emotional. Um. Um my mom, my mom died with Parkinson's 13 and a half years ago. And um I was um I was I was I was 21 years. I was I was 21 years. And um as uh, I always tell people they had their silly talk with my dad in their bedroom, and then he comes out and says, do you know what, we are going to leave this house and leave your mom in the house. So my dad said we were leaving, me and my two sisters and him, and actually our, our, our helper, our, our maid was helping us at home. So my mom was to stay in the house alone. So uh, I was like, I told my dad, why, 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 why do we leave? Why, why are we leaving? Like this is our own house. Why do we leave our own house to go and rent? And then why are we leaving our sick mom in the house alone? And my mom answered, not my dad this time, said, it's because I have Parkinson's. It's better you people, you people leave this house so that I don't spread the Parkinson's to you. So it's for the good of you people, because I love you so much. It's better you leave so that you're safe. And um, we painfully left the house for our mom. And uh, we went. We went away. We started renting somewhere, like um, between five and seven kilometers away from where she was. And uh, we were cautioned never, ever to go back to that house because the house has a witch. And the witch is our mom. So she's a witch because she has Parkinson's. So we left the house and um, I would sneak out of our rented apartment to come and see my mom. And uh, every time I ran away, I came and um, of course, no one knew that I was running away from our rented apartment to come and see my mom. So when I came to my mom one time, when I sneaked out of my dad's rented apartment, I came, I saw my mom. She was crawling, you know, crowing. She couldn't walk. She couldn't she, she, she couldn't hold a plate. She couldn't hold a cup. Neither could she hold a spoon or a fork to eat food. And um when I came, she had spent like three days without anything, without food or something. So there was a wall behind, like this, this is a wall. Like this is a wall and you know a bottle top, a metallic bottle top, a soda bottle top. So she used, she got a bottle top and she was scratching a wall like this. So it had created a hole. So I asked her why she was scratching that wall. She told me she scratches the wall to get the dust. And that is the dust sh- she was eating and the water she had in the house. Oh.
0: So what happened next?
1: <sighs> oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> so I told her, that there was a lady who called her my mom's hero. She would bring her food. but the day she was away, when she was at work, Like she slept at work. She she couldn't get time to come and give my mom food. But so the time she was away and my mom was hungry, my mom would scratch the wall and take the water with the dust because no one would get closer to my mom. No one would get closer to my mom's house because she's a witch. And everyone ran away from her. She was abandoned by, by her husband, my dad. She was abandoned by her family members, her friends. Everyone around was running away from her. Apart from this lady, I always call her my mom's hero. She would bring her food. But what she would do, she would put the food on the doorway. And then there was a longer stick, which was around three meters. So she would push the plate. She puts the, the, um, a plate of food on the doorway and then uses the stick to push the plate to my mom so that she doesn't get direct contact. And then my mom would eat the food and then push back the plate. So this lady was helping with that. So that's why I call her my mom's hero. Because even the time when no one could come closer to my mom's house because there's a witch inside the house, the witch who is my mom because she has Parkinson's, this lady could at least come and Push the plate. Whenever I could, when, when 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 I when I when I saw all this happening, when I saw all this happening. Up to that up to the time my mom my, my mom's death, that is how she suffered, crawling, crawling, scratching the wall, eating dust. Not holding a cup. No one getting there. Not even my sisters. Not even my my dad. Not even friends. Apart from that lady who would push a plate to her. So when I looked at all this, uh, this came in my mind after my mom's death. I went to Google search and looked at what causes someone to shake. So that's King disease. And that is how I came to the word. I looked at pictures of people with Parkinson's. That is when I came to, to know. When I looked at the symptoms and signs and pictures and videos of people with Parkinson's, they were the true likeness of my mom when mm. she had Parkinson's. So that is how I knew the word Parkinson's meant buko.
0: So I said, there, there, were no, there were no physicians that could diagnose her?
1: No, no, not at all. To date, not at all. Still today. And uh, yeah, we only have one neurologist in Uganda, and uh, we have other neurosurgeons. And because Parkinson's is one of the diseases, the government and the Ministry of Health doesn't mind. And because people have that their mind that Parkinson's is witchcraft, Parkinson's is a curse, so they don't mind it. They just know you, you, you should avoid Parkinson's. And the, uh, so I, uh, when you ask how should one avoid Parkinson's, i like, because culturally, like in my culture, I'm not supposed to get closer to my father, to my mother-in-law. And my wife is not supposed to get closer to her father-in-law, my dad. Because they think when you get closer to them, you're going to get Parkinson's. I think when I get closer to my mother-in-law, I'll get Parkinson's. I'll begin shaking. So everyone who has Parkinson's will say, that one got closer to their father-in-law. That one got closer to their mother-in-law. That is for a man and for a woman got closer to their. So I would ask someone, what about the young ones who are not married? Right? Why, why, why do they shake? Why do they? So it's a, So this came to my mind and I thought of doing something. And that's how we came up with this word, Parkinson's Sibuko Uganda. So I learned much about Parkinson's uh, through my my my, my 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 the friend I met on on Facebook, Cherokling Hofer, who I shared my story with, and she really trusted me. Sometimes it's so hard to trust a person from Africa because because some people have have scammed a lot of people but I I thank Cheryl that she trusted me she believed in my story and she she advised me she started sending me literature about Parkinson's disease and uh, the first awareness campaign we have uh, taxis as means of transport like 70% of Ugandans use these taxis one taxi Carries fourteen passengers, and a taxi can move like five rounds. We have like we have like thousands of taxis everywhere in Uganda. So I, I got stickers, and uh, we started putting them on taxis, telling people Parkinson's, Sibuko, Parkinson's is not witchcraft. Parkinson's is a science, and then we could put, I put a picture of of an African man who has Parkinson's, like Band-Aid. And then I was showing the signs and symptoms in Luganda, the language that is spoken, commonly spoken by so many people here. So in just a week, I got like 167 calls from different people. I have my auntie, I have my brother, I have my mom, I have my grandmother, I have my this, I have. So it was now so big. Remember, it was just me. I didn't have anything. I'm, I'm a civil servant. I'm a food scientist. And my salary is like $250 a month. So I have to share this salary of mine with the organization. So I started, um, after all the many calls, I started, um, I started, uh, I, I organized a workshop for people with Parkinson's caregivers and people. With interest of of learning about Parkinson's, so uh, Sher had sent me books. I was reading a lot. I was using I use my phone. By the way, I don't like I I, I even not have a, I even not have a computer. So so I would use my phone to do everything up to now, to do everything, to read everything. And uh, I, you remember, I work I'm at my civil service work, and then I have to sh- I have to to have time. To do the Parkinson's thing because I'm the only advocate in Uganda, so I started I started a workshop. We thought we'd have like fifty, and then we had 120 people who came, who attended. And then we couldn't chase them away because everyone would say, "No, we we are sorry, please allow us to come," because my dad has Parkinson's, my mom has Parkinson's, my auntie, my grandmother, my friend, so we all they all came for the workshop. So, the turn up was too big. We, 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 we had a small hall. We had to sit even outside. We had to, to come out and sit outside. So, I had a teaching about Parkinson's. I told, told people about Parkinson's, how to diagnose it, how to see someone has Parkinson's, how to help someone with Parkinson's, and letting them know that Parkinson's is a science to dispel the myth that Parkinson's is not witchcraft, Parkinson's is not a curse. And then telling people that no one should ever, ever suffer my mom's way. No one should ever suffer my mom's way. No one should die suffering like my mom. No one should run away from someone because they have Parkinson's. Parkinson's is just a disease like any other disease. We need to care for these people. We need to help them. We need to to, to be closer to help them. You should not run away from them. You should hug them because I hugged my mom. She would, she would, every time she would tell me, don't touch me. And then I would say, let me touch you. Let me hug you. I'll, 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 be happy to tell the world, everyone that I got that disease from my mom because you're my mom. I've got your blood. So if I have your disease, which is Parkinson's, I'll, I'll be happy to tell the world I, I'm shaking. I have Parkinson's because I got it from my, from my biological mom who produced me. So it is what I told these people. And, um, after telling them, it's a science, you should go to clinics, to hospitals. Now they would take patients to their host- to, to hospitals, to clinics, and they would find doctors and nurses who don't have ideas, totally ideas about Parkinson's disease. So you could imagine one Muslim guy went to a hospital and met a, a doctor, which doctor. The doctor told him, hey, man, you should stop drinking. That is why you're okay. shaking and then this guy told this guy i am a muslim i've never tasted alcohol my entire life and then the doctor is telling this poor man you have to to go for an MRI so they check your brain maybe that's until then that is when i'll know what 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 makes you shake what what, what brings the tremors what brings the bent knee what what so when i and then This guy didn't have money because Uganda is a third world country. A third world country with a lot of people who can't even afford medication for Parkinson's and other other medications. So now I had to switch to to the medical team. I organized CMEs, Continuous Medical Educations, uh, to to teach the doctors, the nurses about Parkinson's. That's great. And now, now I would tell people, you go to this to this hospital, because we've had a training of doctors and nurses about Parkinson's. So they would now go to these places, and then that dog, they would find a medical team that is aware about Parkinson's disease. Remember, I'm doing all this with my little salary that I have to share with my family, with my little salary that I have to share with my with myself, pay my bills, and then. And then now I have the people that I must take care of who have Parkinson's. Because if it is not me, then no one else. Not even the government, not even the doctors, non, non, not anyone. It, it's me, it must be me. So I wouldn't let anyone die mom, my mom's way. So I developed this, and uh, Cheryl was giving me her little, she would, she would sponsor me some little and. She really helped. She has really been there for me. I thank her. And uh, we've been together in all this. She has seen us. And uh, we've told our stories to so many people. And I'm not afraid to tell everyone about my mom's story. And uh, recently, I met a lady, Mariam. Mariam, who who was in her house for 10 years. In fact, her bedroom for 10 years. And no one was even opening her window. To see light. So for 10 li- for ten years, she had never seen light. Wow. People were running from her. Someone was just doing the same way. Someone was giving my mom food. Someone was, would push a plate. Mariam couldn't shower. She, she had never showered for 10 years. Never shaved for 10 years. Never seen light for 10 years. So I met someone. When someone in these trainings, someone came and said, Hey, I see you talking about people who are shaking, these witches. We have a witch in my village. I said, yeah, where is that witch? I would, I would really want, to, I would love to see that witch. And then they told me, yeah, you need to pay my transport. I said, I'll pay everything you want and you take me to that witch. So I went and uh, I went to see this witch. It's, it's quite funny. So I went to see this witch, Mariam, who has Parkinson's. And then this lady, can you imagine, this lady stopped like 10 meters from Mariam's house and said, that witch stays in that house. So I went to Mariam's house, who is called a witch. Her house was now in the jungle because no one goes there. So I went, and when I went, I I had a friend. Of course, a friend knows about this. We carried Mariam, we brought her out of her bedroom and brought her outside of her house. And then she looked at me, she said, you must be God. Because I've never seen light for the last 10 years. I said, that's fine. I'm now taking you to my house. Because I looked at this, because someone would say, how would you, how would you take care of someone with your, with your little money? But because if it wasn't me, then who would reach you, Mariam? I told her, I'm going to take you in my house. We'll eat together what I eat. We will watch TV together. We will laugh together. We will. So I got high, brought her in my house. I told the first thing I told her. I told her, I'm a man, but don't be ashamed, because I'm going to be bathing you. I'm going to be cleaning you. I'm going to be shaving you. I'm going to do everything. So don't be ashamed. She said, I can't be ashamed of you because you rescued me. If I'm ashamed of you. Then, I'm, 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 then, then, then I should just die. So I took care of her. I shaved off her hair. I cleaned everything. I, I bathed her. got her new clothes, new mattresses, cut off her nails. And she's happy now. It's, it's like, it's like um, five, five months with me, six months actually, with me in my house. And I'm taking good care of her. She's happy. Because she told me the only, the only prayer she would every day ask God was, why don't I die? What am I still doing on earth? Because, like, no one was there for her. So when I got her, she's happy. You can't even imagine, now her family comes to see her in my house. And it's, it's like a testimony. So when these family members come, they will go tell others that, no, this is not witchcraft. It's a science. It's a disease. The person, Mariam, who everyone was running away from, she stays in someone's house, plays with this, someone's kids. They eat together. They, they share together everything. And this person is okay. They don't have Parkinson's. So these are testimonies we have, and, and we are trying to, to change people's lives. And uh, we've had fun runs, and we are having a next fun run on uh, on, on the 9th of April. I thank Omotora. Um, she bought us some T-shirts, and she's sponsoring Parkinson's Africa is sponsoring um, 50% of the fun run. And I thank her so much. And uh, of course we will struggle to to do the rest, but I thank Omotora and uh, we've had a fun run. And a fun run um, two years ago, one of my friends, I I met like you on Facebook, Gavin Morgan said, I need to come to Uganda. I need to come to Uganda and attend the Fun Run. So Gavin Morgan came from Texas and came to Uganda and he stayed in my house for two weeks. Gavin has Parkinson's. And he saw whatever I'm doing and he attended the Fun Run. And if so many people are seeing Gavin Morgan on, on Facebook, every time he talks about Uganda, every time he talks about Uganda, he talks about Huntington and he, he every time he say he's, Huntington is the best, he's Parkinson's advocate in the world. (laughs) I always say no. He
2: is maybe the most extraordinary person I've ever known.
0: This is Gavin Mogan. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's 13 years ago. He attended the Fun Run two years ago. This story you're about to hear is from a Facebook video narrated by Gavin.
3: This is the Van Hannington. We're driving in northern Uganda. Literally, uh, Murchison Falls Park was on the right side of the road. We're looking at elephants and all of a sudden Hannington Slams on the brakes and pulls the van over to the side and says that guy has Parkinson's as he saw a guy on the side of the road walking So we're talking to the guy and Hannington decides to give this guy some money Which I thought was a pretty good idea. I gave him the equivalent of 14 US dollars He drops to his knees tears flowing from his eyes looking up at the sky praying to God Easily the person that made the most impact on me was meeting the local witch doctor. It was surreal to visit him in his home and see what he went through, see the pain and anguish on his face as he battled Parkinson's without medications and learning exercise to try to help him move and function as he still had several kids and still needed to work. I stayed with Hannington in his home the whole time we were there. Learned so much about him met his family and learned why he does the things he does. Hannington insisted I saw all of Uganda, the good, the bad, and everything in between. We spent so much time together and realized how much we had in common, how much our passions aligned. There was certainly no one in Uganda doing what Hannington was. Maybe nobody in the world. He was the most determined person I'd ever met. I can't imagine living um, without
0: my mom, knowing she's alone somewhere,
2: crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's lived with that for a long time, and um, it burns him. And and I, it's almost as if every person he meets now with Parkinson's, he sees that he sees his his mother in their eyes, and yeah. that's how he treats them. It's almost like if he can fix this person, save this person, he's saving his mother, and um, he is. It really that's what drives him, and. He's so good at what he does that uh, I'm sure his mother's looking down from above and just so proud of him.
0: Gavin's belief in Hannington is unwavering.
2: He manages to get things done in a country where it's very difficult to get things done like no one I've ever known. Um, I used to tell him a lot when I was there. I'd say, you know, if you're in the, in the United States, you'd be rich. And he'd laugh and say, I know, I know. He's just that much. He's that. He has that much ability that much determination and intelligence and uh, passion to do whatever it is he he wants to do. And he won't be denied. Um, And it just so happens his passion is, is Parkinson's and he has a personal interest in it. And he has a love for people with Parkinson's. He's so good with people. He's good with people in every way, from convincing them to get things he needs to, to making them feel loved and supported.
0: When you were there, what, what, what stood out to you the most like when you were walking around, when you're meeting people, what, what, what's the culture like?
2: Yeah, you hear about Uganda obviously is a country of scams and there are scams that come out of Uganda, but Uganda's 70 million or so odd people. And so that's a very small fraction of the people. And unfortunately the whole country gets a label for the actions of a very small minority. Um, you know, my expectation was just that people are people. And uh, a country like this would welcome, and they did. They really welcomed with open arms someone coming over, curious as to, uh, you know, what, what they might want or how I could possibly help them. And, um, you know, what, I was obviously um, – uh, well, I was a white person in a, in a black world, and so that was – I stood out. And so I got looks, but it wasn't – I wasn't – type of sideshow that people stopped and asked a bunch of questions they they kind of let me do my thing
0: tell me about the fun run
2: yeah unbelievable um so that was a i think the third day i got there so we'd kind of prepared i helped him to sort of prepare for it the first couple of days running around getting things organized uh and he did all this on his own with no money uh, well you know a little, we raised a little bit of money for him a lot of money out of his own pocket he has a full-time job he took the week off to to put this thing together and about i I want to say about 70 people showed up and that is that's an amazing turnout considering the circumstances it was in a i'd say a low-income area of uganda Mm -hmm. and getting turnout for any event in a low-income area in anywhere in the world is tough because there's lack of transportation and other issues to get people out on a weekday uh, it was tough. We had handouts and t-shirts. And anything that was get a giveaway at that thing, I mean, one of the giveaways was soap, literally. Oh, they buy for that soap. They wanted it. So, like, everything was appreciated. Anything they could get, um, anything they could use. at shirt, they'd show up for that. Food, they'd show up for that. So getting them, you didn't have, it wasn't too hard to get them there. You had to have some giveaways. But everyone was was delighted to be there and understood why we're doing it, and they were so gracious to me and had me speak and, and wanted to know more and, uh, you know, why I was there and so forth. And Huntington was great, and boy, they put me to work. You know, I was I was sort of like a politician there, I'd shake, shaking a lot of hands, and before I knew it, the event was coming to a close, and I didn't really get to absorb the magnitude of it um, because it was just kind of hustle and bustle. But looking back on it, I realized and the pictures and the videos and stuff. Um, people coming together for an event like that to, to talk about Parkinson's and to learn about Parkinson's, so new to that country. And I knew there'd be more after that. I knew that was just the first of its kind. The actual run was interesting because it wasn't, it wasn't much of a run. There was a lot of walking, and it was along a dirt road. Competitors at the front and, and people like myself at the back who were just kind of enjoying the, the ride. Um, and I was the the white guy, the Mazinga, they called me, the white guy who actually got lost on a straight, straight away one mile or one kilometer uh, fun run. <laughs> Somehow I got turned around.
0: I am excited to report this year's fun run had more than 200 participants.
2: Hannington is known as, I don't know if he told you this, he's known as Mr. Parkinson's or the Parkinson's guy or something <laughs> and throughout the whole village. And so along those lines, anything that may come up, he's their go-to guy and I love to hear the stories of what he does because no one, there's no one like him in the U.S. I mean, there probably is, but geez, I don't know them, but what he does in a place that so badly needs a guy like Hannington, it's just beautiful. I think about him a lot. And um, he, he motivates me to be able to be a better person every day. In fact, the reason, one of the reasons I started became a, a mower mowing lawns, taking care of lawns is, have extra money to send to Uganda because my wife told me, Hey, you've given enough to Uganda. I don't think we can afford to do that anymore. So I said, okay, I'll find I'll get a job. And now this month, being uh, April being Parkinson's awareness month, every, every dollar I make mowing this month, mowing lawn care, gardening, I'm sending to Uganda and it won't be a whole lot of money, but it's just, it's a whole lot of money to them and it'll be a whole lot of money to somebody or a few Mm -hmm. people and uh, that means the world to me.
0: You are uh, quite the advocate yourself, uh, Gavin, and you are to be commended. Not many people would uh, drop everything and go to Uganda for a fun run and uh, to see what was going on. And uh, that makes you uh, uh, an amazing uh, PD Avenger, by the way.
2: Well, thank you. Um, I was just being me. I wasn't trying to do anything special. I had this curiosity and uh, at the time, I wasn't even on Facebook. I guess I was, but I never did anything. I didn't know anything about Facebook or social media. But that going to Uganda is what prompted me. I started talking about Uganda when I came back, and I had to spread this message and sort of got me more broad into the overall Parkinson's um, community and, um, and the and the perspective. And so, it was Uganda that sort of made me an advocate, as if that's what you want to call me. But that's my primary thing. I mean. It's not. I, I train people with Parkinson's. I, I people with Parkinson's need help in all these ways, and I, I want to try to give it. But ab- one, above above all, it's places like Uganda, not just there, but across Africa and even other continents, where people don't have access to this medication, really, really tugs at my heart because we all know what it's like not to have our medication, and I, it's hard for me to picture not li- I mean, hard for me to picture living that way. It's so, it makes us feel so good to see good things being done like that. And his attitude, he's just the best guy. It's been such an honor to know him and Cheryl Kleinhofer and Omatola Thomas. I, I can't imagine wanting to be involved in anything else in the Parkinson's world or not more so than with that, with that team and that, the program, because it's, it's on the ground floor and every dollar means so much, you know?
1: Medication is expensive yes it could, it could not be very expensive because um, we need like, you need like50 dollars you need like50 dollars for a hundred p- tablets and then these 100 tablets are enough for, for one month for one patient. I got a, I got a fund from World Parkinson's program. they sponsored 10 patients and then for a year, the year ended on the 23rd of this month. So I don't know what comes next, what's going to be next. Rusty Brown had a fundraiser and we sponsored uh, 17 patients with medication for one month, which also end, which also is ending, um, I think two days. So, you know, these are the challenges we face that you get someone who sponsors for some time and then people go and then... you know, You know what it means when someone takes medication and then they don't have medication so these are all the challenges. However, what I teach these people most, I tell them with Uganda, with poverty, with Uganda, where we cannot afford medication, most of us, at least let us look at exercise as one of, as one of the best to slow down the diagnosis of Parkinson's. And one patient was asking me, yes, exercise helps, but do we need to exercise day and night? Do we have to exercise the whole day? No. So in the middle, at least we need some medication. Yes, you do, but we don't have the medication. But we have hope. Maybe someone out there will say, I'm going to sponsor two patients with medication for a month. Or I'm going to sponsor two patients or five patients for a week or for a day. And I've got some people who would say, let me give this medication for three days for this patient. And I thank them all. So that is how we've been moving.
0: How many people do you think that you've you've convinced that Parkinson's is not a witchcraft
1: these are, these are these, so far we've registered uh, we've registered around 479 people who have who, who we've talked about Parkinson's and these these are not the medical workers.
0: Uh, I was going to ask you about the PD Avengers what made you sign up for it?
1: Um, what made me sign for the for, for PD Avengers? i one, I needed to show other countries in the world that Parkinson's is in Uganda, Parkinson's is in Africa. And because Parkinson's is in Uganda, Parkinson's is in Africa, we are one family, regardless of color, regardless of where you come from, rich or poor, we are all one Parkinson's family. So we should uh, try to help each other. What the problem we are facing in Uganda, maybe there are no other problems that people are facing in in developed countries, but together as a family, we can unite and help others. So it's a reason I, I joined PD Avengers to let the world know that such things still exist in this twentieth century.
0: And you were able to help us with our M- uh, UN ambassador campaign to uh, try to get uh, Parkinson's World Parkinson's Day uh, observed by the United Nations.
1: Yes, I went. I went there, and uh, and I met um, um, the country, uh, the country representative. The UN country representative, Miss Rosa Malanga, and, okay. uh, and I told, and I later there and told her my story. She was moved, of course, and um, because people need to know this, that, you know, because the the people, like uh, such a person who hold bigger posts, they will be in bigger offices, have everything good, and they won't know that people in those countries they represent, they are suffering with such diseases. And mostly like when you look at this, when people get awareness, it helps. Like you have a disease, and then your people are running away from you. Then that is the more pain you're causing to yourself. At least you should know, I have Parkinson's. And then you know, these Parkinson's, I can't afford medication. But at least you can't afford medication, and then people are not giving you food. People are running away from you. People are calling you witch. Then that is more pain now. So at least, if, if at least people should know that you have Parkinson's and then you know, yes, this is my disease. At least if I can't afford medication, I'll exercise. Maybe I can be happy for two hours, then I can suffer for the other hours. But at least you know the type of disease you have so that you're not called a witch.
0: What, what would you say to other people who want to become advocates like you?
1: They should not look at money because we've seen a number of organizations in the world that people think to start up an organization, you need to have huge amounts of money, a a beautiful office, beautiful cars, and then secretaries in office and then sit in chairs that swing. I don't have, I don't have an office that swings. I have my office. It's just in my, in my car, in my, in my garage here, my, my, my room, right? I don't have, I have wooden chairs. I have just a small box where I keep the literature, right? One, because it's my passion and love to do this. So people need to get passion and love to do what they are doing. Because without that, then you don't have anything to do, right? I'm doing this with or without money. I can walk, I can walk, I can walk 20 kilometers to meet a patient. Recently, I went 11 11 hours in a bus. 11 hours in the bus, to talk to doctors and nurses. I, wa- I went 11 hours in the bus to meet patients, to talk to them. So who does that, right? I went, I slept in the car because I didn't have money to pay my accommodation, right? One, because I have passion and love. Because it is, my, it is just a memory of my mom that is in me. And I don't want to see anyone die my mom's way. Because when you do something good, the world will see it. With passion and love. You don't need to advertise what you're doing. The world will see it. Yes. The world will see it. When you're doing a good thing, everyone will see it. And they will look for you. So you need to have courage, passion, and love to do whatever you're doing. To advocate for something, that is what you have to do. And another thing is, you need to help people. You need need to help the people that I need. When we talk about Parkinson's patients, I go to these Parkinson's patients. I don't send someone to look for them for me. I go personally and meet these patients because it is me who needs these people. I don't need to have a fancy office and then I send someone to go and do it. No, I have to meet these people. If it is money, when I have it in my pocket, given to me to pay someone's medication, I buy the medication and give the medication to this person because it's my passion and love. And looking at people's smiles with Parkinson's, looking at people change because they have Parkinson's, it is my my smile every day. So that is one advice I I give people who want to become advocates like me.
0: What, what do you see, at, what, what is success for you? <clears throat> uh,
1: my success, my success, one, my success every day, uh, when I sleep, I actually get, I, I, I hardly sleep. I, I hardly sleep because whenever I, I sleep, I have to wake up because I, I dedicate my night to the Parkinson's community. So my success is looking at me who started from zero, who didn't know even the word Parkinson's, what it meant, right? That now I can talk to people in Canada like you, I can talk to people in the U.S., I can talk to people in everywhere. I can talk to my. We 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 have a big organization, Parkinson's Africa, that is uniting everyone. And I've taught doctors. I'm not a medical personnel, but I talk to doctors. I talk to nurses, and they will all sit and listen to me, and they will ask me questions about a disease, Parkinson's. And these are medical people who don't know Parkinson's. So who am I to teach the medical world, to teach these people who had five years in school learning about diseases, to teach them about Parkinson's that either they missed or they didn't take serious? Who am I to have... have 600 people who who believe in me, who will call you to ask, now my patient has this, my patient is doing this, what should I do? Who am I? So this is all the success I'm looking at. And looking in future, my dream is to have a one United Parkinson's family. Looking at everyone in the world having access to medication. I recently went to the Minister of Health and told her they should have Sinemet as one of the medications that is brought in that everyone can afford with a very low price, uh, a low, low, low price that everyone can afford. And one very good discussion. Then in the middle of the discussion, the pandemic came in. So it was it was put on hold, but I never give up. I never give up. With Taino, one day, one time, all my patients will be sponsored with medication, and one day, one time, that everyone in Uganda will know about Parkinson's, that it is it is a disease, and no one will be run away because they have the disease. No one will be called away. That is my dream, and that is uh. my success. I'm looking at. If
0: you would like more information on Parkinson's Sibuko, Uganda or would like to donate, go to the website Parkinsonsibuco.org. That's Parkinson's S-I-B-U-K-O.org. They accept donations through PayPal. The donations go directly into an account owned by Cheryl Klingenhofer, president of Parkinson's Sibuko. Cheryl also shared some great pictures. I'll be using those in a video story that I share through social media based on the conversations that I had with Hannington. This is When Life Gives You Parkinson's, a curious cast podcast. Our story producer is of Velazquez and the sound design by Greg Schott. The presenting partner is Parkinson Canada. Diagnosed with Parkinson's? You're not alone. <laughs> not by a long shot. Parkinson.ca Thanks also to our promotional partners, PD Avengers, a global alliance of people with Parkinson's, our partners and friends standing together, demanding change in how the disease is seen and treated. Sign up today at pdavengers.com. The Webby-nominated Michael J. Fox Foundation Parkinson's Podcast, hosted by me, Larry Gifford, available on Apple Podcasts and at michaeljfox.org. You can vote for the Webby for a uh, a limited series that we did on COVID uh, way back last summer, with myself and Dr. Rachel Dolan and uh, it's in the science and education category so please vote for us spotlight YOPD the only organization in the world with the singular focus of raising awareness of young onset parkinson's disease you can find them at spotlightyopd.org and the world parkinson congress 2022 in barcelona spain and the 2021 wpc virtual which is coming up in may you can access amazing talks, including mine, on how to have a work-life balance as a YOPD with a family and a career. Go to WPC2022.org for details. Tickets are just $25. I mean, really, it's a, it's a steal. Get them while you can. Register today. And thank you for listening. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, give the show a five-star rating and feel free to comment. You can also engage with us on social media. It's at Parkinson's Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email us at Pod at curiouscast.ca. Keep positive, keep exercising, keep listening. We'll talk to you next time.